daughter at once. She isn't beautiful, his brother had said. In fact, she's homely. He had gone on to describe her so that Maku's eyes went straight to the grass-skirted girl called Tonina. His brother was right. Although Tonina's hair was worn long and loose and decorated with many shells, and although her face and arms were painted with myriad white symbols and designs, she was not at all fetching. No wonder she was still unmarried. Everything about Tonina was wrong. Her coloring was too light, her hips too narrow, her waist too slender, and by the gods, Awok had spoken the truth. The girl was tall. If Maku had not seen the swelling breasts, golden-skinned and still wet from her dive, he might have suspected she was a man. Maku raised a hand in friendly greeting and called, Hello. The girls turned, and taking stock of the attractive young man, immediately adopted flirtatious attitudes. Tonina paid no attention at first. Young men never looked at her. Until she realized in shock that the charming smile was directed at her. She wondered why, having no idea that he was the brother of a young man she had bested at swimming days ago. As Maku took the measure of this tall, plain girl, he thought of his cunning plan to get back at her for what she had done to Awak, a plan that involved the ghost of an ancient sea monster. All the nearby islands knew the legend of the beast that slept in a forbidden area of Pearl Island's lagoon, near the opening in the barrier reef, where the calm waters met the choppy sea. It was said that the skeleton of an enormous sea monster occupied the ocean floor there, and that the monster's ghost haunted the waters. No one swam there. Ever. Because Maku had not grown up here, fear of the sea monster's spirit had not been cultivated in him. But he knew that Tonina had lived her life hearing about the ghost, and would be terrified to swim near it. Beneath the warm afternoon sun, as trade winds whispered through the swaying palm trees and gulls circled overhead, Maku played his role to perfection. Are you the one called Tonina? he asked. Tonina smiled shyly, unused to male attention. Boys did not like girls taller than themselves. But as Maku was of equal height, she decided he must not mind. As the pearl divers stood in a group around the two, their curiosity piqued. Maku introduced himself to Tonina and boasted about his skill and prowess at spearfishing, as was the custom when beginning a courtship. He exaggerated his accomplishments as he carefully laid his trap. The island's courting ritual involved each prospective partner proving himself or herself. Secretly pleased with his cleverness, Maku fixed his smiling eyes on Tonina as he said, are you brave enough to swim with me to the haunted place and bring back one of the monster's bones? Kwama, there is a boy here from Half Moon Island. He is interested in Tonina. Tonina's grandmother, in the tobacco shed rolling leaves into cigars, looked up. What? A boy? Are you sure? They are at the lagoon, and he is challenging her to a contest. Kwama blinked. A boy was interested in her granddaughter? Tonina was 21 years old and still unmarried. Every spring, when boys and men from other islands came to Pearl Island to select a bride, Tonina was always overlooked. So why was this boy from Half Moon Island suddenly showing such interest? 
Had the impossible finally happened? Guama prayed so. The girl must get married. Otherwise, what sort of life would she have? With no children to raise, no man to cook for, what use was a woman? Tonino was a fine pearl diver, one of the best. But pearl divers did not live long. As she followed the boy down to the beach, old Guama remembered the swimming contest a few days prior, when Tonina had bested all the boys, even though Guama was always telling her she must let the boys win. Unfortunately, Tonina was cursed with an ingrained honesty that wouldn't allow her to cheat. What sort of contest? Guama asked now, suddenly suspicious. To swim out to the bones of the sea monster. Cry, the old woman cried, voicing her dismay with a word that, in the language of the islanders, conveyed pain, surprise, or distress.